Hey friends, it's Sarah and Zach here with a special announcement. A live show happening soon? That's right, folks. You heard it here first. Come on out June 19th. We're doing a free live show at Empirical Brewing in Ravenswood. It's a special Father's Day themed episode with your favorite guest host, Dylan Danger Daniels. Check out the link in the description of this episode to RSVP and Secure Spot, as well as 15% off your bar tab. And most importantly, free your dad! All right, enough of the hoopla. Let's get into the episode. Drinking this album. Listen to the booze. I think it would pair well. If only for you. Because it's album and bruise. It's album and bruise. It's album and everybody, and welcome back to Album Rebrews, the stickiest music podcast. <laughs> My name is Sarah. Oh, you're a hawk? That was your whole... Yeah. That, okay. it, that's how a hawk talks. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. Just like atoms in the universe, uh, I'm made of mostly empty space. My name is Zach. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now I'm on... The, the pressure is on now. Um... <laughs> You know, it'd be pretty pretty cool if a hawk could talk, you know? I think we'd be able to communicate on a higher level. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, that was good. Uh, what's your name, Hawk Talk? Um, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I'm Max. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's roll with that. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, is... welcome, Max, to the show. Yeah, welcome thanks, to Album Thanks Bruce. for being on. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It's uh, actually, this is my first time. I think being a guest on somebody's podcast. Now that I'm thinking about it, it is. That's that's fantastic. There you go. Because you are a host of your own podcast, Saul Good. I know uh, it's so fun, it, and it's all it, good. <laughs> is it all good? It's pretty chill. <laughs> Definitely love to have you guys on sometime. Be pretty cool. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, tell us about that podcast. What type of podcast is it? Is it the same podcast we have, but different? It's more, I guess, like on people that do creative things, um, people that want to, you know, people that work creative jobs or do like, if you do art, you do video, you do music, you do, you name it. Uh, I have people talk about that and just talk about what they do behind the scenes and like the stuff you don't, normally talk about <laughs> so uh i use it as a space to do that it's pretty cool been having a lot of people on youtubers i have on there nice uh, yeah, i had some film skating um yeah just everyone it's cool nice and you're also you do a lot of video work you've got a skate channel which i need to check out i did not know that before just a <laughs> moment ago uh that's rad do you skate yourself yeah i've been skateboarding for like 14 years or something like that so nice. uh, work been making skate videos that's it's kind of why i have the skate channel i just like i was just holding the camera one day at the skate park and i was like this could be something even more and then kept rolling with it so then i filmed skating and had a youtube channel for like 12 years now i oh, think dang. so um yeah it's been that's fun awesome. it's been fun and then, I, and then i'm looking forward to this it, podcast this sounds really fun <laughs> yeah we're gonna get we're gonna get a little silly here in a little bit and then uh, I can see it brilliantly illuminated in your background. That's the so far sign, is it not? 
Yeah, so you can see it in the Google, but you can't see it on like the camera. Oh. But behind oh, yeah, me is yeah. the so far sign. Um, how did you get one of those? Since That's I'm awesome. their head of video, they asked me to hold on to it. So what else am so I going to do? Just what are you going to do? On the not floor? hang it up. It's a nice bedroom decoration. That's great. And so for folks who don't know, what is so far? So far, songs from a room. They do intimate music shows where they host people. Uh, they host three artists in a room of like anywhere from like, I think like 35 to like 75 people. I've heard of maybe a hundred people, um, but wow. it's just like the typical laid back uh, show. Uh, you know, the regular experience going there, people are throwing their beer and they're got the phone in the air and they're bumping against each other. Everyone's sitting down it so far. Uh, location is not something that everybody goes to. It's like a loft or like a jewelry store, or like a yoga place or like, a rooftop uh, could be whatever. Uh, I've had it top of the Sears Tower or Willis Tower, whatever you want to call oh, it. Um, so I've had some cool experiences. And uh, yeah, just started with those two guys, Rafe and Rocky, who had a bad experience at a show and brought like 20 people back to their home or 12 people or whatever it was. And we're like, hey, let's just have you guys perform. And boom, now it's like, I don't know how many different countries it's in now, but it's it's like all over the place. I mean, I'd have trouble thinking of somewhere that it's not. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, it's neat. The, the couple that I've been to have been in like art studio basements or one was in like a bike shop. And it was. Yeah, um, it's a fantastic company to work for. That's super cool. You're doing it. Super cool. But I'm just waiting for uh, things to come back uh, video wise. So once they come back, uh, I've been to a couple of them, though, since. So they've been really fun. Mm-hmm. I know so far it's up to a lot of cool stuff. So check them yeah. out. Check them out. Maybe get right yourself on. a ticket, you know, and then. Uh, apply because not everyone gets a ticket right off the bat so yeah that's true it's kind of first come first serve as far as these more intimate venues yeah yeah it is and i think it's cool keeps it low-key and keeps it fun and it keeps you guessing (laughs) makes you feel like uh i've never been but i i've had friends who have gone and they say it kind of feels like you're a secret agent. You have to like show up to this undisclosed location <laughs> with your secret ticket <laughs> that you RSVP'd for. <laughs> well, that's true. That is very true. Walk in. I guess I feel like a secret agent all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're really behind the scenes on it. Yeah, I've like gone up in some like weird elevators because I have equipment. And then I'm like, where's this elevator? Like, I don't even know where I'm at. And then, like, I'll get up, and it's, like, this big, beautiful thing overlooking the city or something. And I'm like, wow. okay, all right, we're in good hands here. <laughs> nice. Well, cool, cool, cool. Let's get into the meat of it, shall we? So we're talking meat. about I, – I didn't really say his name out loud till today, uh, and it's kind of fun. Zach Heckendorf? Am I saying yeah. that right? You're saying that correctly. <laughs> Heckendorf what if I was like, good... What if I was like, dude, you're pronouncing that completely wrong? What would be it your could... next guess? <laughs> I don't know. That's, I guess that's just how it would be. Uh, we're talking about his 2020 album, Hawk Talk. Uh, Max, will you tell us a little bit why you picked this one? Um, I picked this one because, I mean, I listen to this album pretty much every single day. Um, I got, I had the pleasure of working with Zach. Uh, I didn't know about him until I got to work with him. Um, I was filming a show for... Uh, my one of my buddies' bands, uh, Violet Crime, and uh, they introduced me to uh, Zach, and they had me go uh, film his show over at Space, and the edits are up on YouTube, and uh, 
Yeah, it is really cool because I heard his music live and it, we must have been like a song or two in. I already knew right there and then I was like, this this is what I need to be listening to. Like, why is this not my playlist? And I was like halfway through the set. He had mentioned something about these songs. Like he has a song or two that plays at weddings. And I was like, maybe I've heard it at a wedding. And then I went and he has a, he has a song in there that I've heard at a wedding. I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> um, so that was cool. That was really cool. And so I had that connection and had the connection to listening to his music um, from it being live. And now I just listen to it every single day. So Dang. that's my reasoning. <laughs> Some of my favorite music is music that I've discovered from like an opening band I didn't know about or like a band I just saw at like uh, like do 312 Fest or something. Because you got something you've got like a memory with it. You do. And it. There's something to be said about this because it's so weird. Like this happens on YouTube all the time too, but it happens to me more often on Spotify where I'll be listening and then Spotify will even recommend something to me or I'll discover something on my own, but they have like several hundreds of thousands of listeners. And I'm like, where have I been all this time? Like, how did I not know of this person? And it's so crazy to me. It blows my mind every time. And, like, that was the thing I had, like, when I found his music. Because, like, I love John Mayer. I love, like, Jack Johnson. Like, that sort of, like, feel of music. And I'm like, how did Spotify not send me this? Out of all the, like, John Mayer or, like, out of all the, like, even, like, Neil Young or, like, any anything. How did it not just, like, pass me his music? <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, mm-hmm. got it now. Yeah. I also noticed like sometimes Spotify will recommend me something in my Discover Weekly or whatever, and I'll really be vibing with it. I'll be like, oh, this song's great. I got to go check out this album or check out this artist. And then the album that the song was on is like 12 years old. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? I've been listening to this for it's so much longer. On it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been hiding in a corner somewhere. Well, I think we should get into it. I have some background info on the artist that yeah, I found. let's talk about Zach for a little bit. Let me pull up my notes because I was so interested in finding out about this person. Like when mm-hmm. I was listening to the album, I noticed that it was so like polished. It was super well produced. I thought the musicality was great and I had no idea who he was prior Um, So I was reading a couple interviews and noticing that he was sort of this, like, quote-unquote, like, kid genius, kind of bi-coastal, doing the music thing, stepping away, coming back. And he has worked with some crazy people. Did you see who his Uh, producer is? Yeah. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Yeah, okay, so this album is produced by John Fields, Fields. whose Wikipedia page is fucking stacked stacked yeah 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 this guy is incredible and he gets to work with john fields who's just probably one of the best producers i can think of yeah he seems like a powerhouse i was going through and making some noteworthy uh artists that he's worked with we got Mm -hmm. andrew wk we got y'all remember switchfoot (laughs) he's worked with switchfoot uh pink Backstreet Boys, uh, Album or Bruise alum, Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. We've got the Jonas Brothers, Miley Cyrus, Demi Lovato, All Time Low, 
uh, Daryl right. Hall of Hall and Oates. Mm-hmm. And I know um, <laughs> the three of us all went to Columbia College, Chicago. <laughs> He's worked with none other than Friday Pilots Club. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. That I It did was not, on the Wikipedia page. Did you know I'm friends with them? I think I remembered you uh, saying that. I was watching your episode about <laughs> is Columbia With- worth it? Oh, and I think no. I remember <laughs> you mentioning that. I, yeah. I mentioned it in the last second to last podcast episode with Austin. Uh, oh, I watched that one too. Her boyfriend was the, uh, he was the, I think, bass or guitarist from Friday Pilots Club. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And I used to hang out Serendipity. with him. Crazy. Blast from the past. Yeah, yeah but he's so, John Fields is incredible. Yeah, and it makes the music feel so, like, I don't know, big is the only way I can describe it. Because it seems like Zach's musical performance on this is fairly, like, pa- I don't I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but, like, pared down. It seems to be pretty acoustic, like, guitar mm-hmm. and vocals. Um, but the production gets really fun. Yeah. yeah. It's really full sound from what, all of what he's doing. I think it's super cool that, like, like you said, so such, like, powerful music powerful music uh given i mean there's like some other instrumentation added into his music like he does some cool stuff with like the bass in it and like has some cool little like uh sections throughout his music that have like some effects on it that are kind of cool um they think give a nice little touch to his music but yeah for the most part it's like acoustic vocals um which is like that's the thing that's so crazy to me and like there's not too many just flat out like acoustic artists that i'll just like be out here telling my friends about like there's don't get me wrong there's some really good ones for sure 100 percent. but like it's not every day that i'm like hey man go listen to this acoustic artist go listen like that it doesn't happen but with his music i'm like literally stopping people in their tracks i'm like hey you need to listen to this <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a big fan you could say yeah oh yeah Great. i showed him to my dad as soon as i filmed the show that <laughs> night and I'll catch my dad just playing his music. Like I'll just walk, walk into our house and he's on and he's just like casually listening to him now. Nice. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. I remember one year for Mother's Day, uh, I got my mom a Paramore CD because <laughs> she went with me to a concert of theirs. <laughs> and I thought she was never going to listen to it. I think I got her the like self-titled Paramore album. And then a couple years later, she ended up buying brand new eyes on CD and played them in her Acura. Nice. <laughs> That's so sick. And now, now yeah. you and your mom can jam out to it. Exactly. So sick. I want to talk about uh, Borrow My Heart by Zach Heckendorf, the album we are talking about. Um, do you guys want to hear a little bit first before I got to say what I got to say? Yeah. Sure. Let's dive in. <laughs> Yeah, what a great intro to the track. You get what he's about right off the back. It's it's some really brilliantly recorded uh, guitar tracks and then just his voice on top of it. It's fantastic. His writing is also just like so good. I appreciate his writing and overall like messages of his music is just top notch in my mind. Yeah, I made a note for myself. Well, you kind of mentioned this earlier, Max, but 
It definitely has a a huge, like, Jack Johnson vibe to it. Mm -hmm. I think I've brought this up on the show before, but (laughs) when I was a kid, I used to listen to the uh, Jack Johnson album that he did for the Curious George movie. Oh, So that is very near and dear to my heart. (laughs) And this kind of reminded me of that. That very bright, sunshiny, yeah. That's really cool. I'm glad to hear that. Chill, chill summer vibes. <laughs> it's how I feel oh. about the whole album. Yeah, no, I love the track. It's fantastic. Uh, do you guys want to talk about Up or Waves? Up is just a great mood setter song. I mean, he released that song, if I'm not mistaken, during COVID, oh. which was like mm. a great time for that song to come out. I think it was released as a single, and it got like a ton of streams when it came out. Um, but it's got that 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 three five three five pattern to it. it's up 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 and then the next chorus is up 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 um, which is a really like memorable thing when you're like singing along to it I guess yeah it is the most played track on the album 113,000 compared to yeah, everything else. yeah it's so good and like when you hear it it's a good mood setter it makes you feel good yeah and I think it's just like a good subtle reminder that like you know there's like a brighter side to stuff yeah which we all needed in in 2020 that's for sure yeah yeah at least i don't know if that's how everyone interprets it but that's at least how i interpreted the song on a very reader's digest level mm-hmm. <laughs> well when i was doing some research on this album reading a couple of interviews and stuff it seemed like a lot of the sort of message and story behind the album was about zach's kind of artistic journey and Mm -hmm. like need to step away from music for a little while feeling overwhelmed by creative blocks and just you know outside challenges and things but it seems like big themes on this album and I think this song is a great example of that is bouncing back kind of finding like inner strength. He mentions inner power a lot Mm -hmm. and kind of channeling that into something you're excited about. Yeah. I think that's a, I think it's a great message for the album. I mean, it speaks for, speaks for the album itself. And it, it makes sense when you think about the whole album to me, even thinking about the song waves. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even need to say it. Like (laughs) the song speaks for that. Exactly. I mean, it's a very like, descriptive song i guess is the best way to put it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you want to play waves and talk more about waves sure yeah let's, let's get into waves temporary so let them take you away well it comes in waves well it comes in waves yeah that is definitely one of the more popular baseline-y kind of dancey ones on it too I think that was what he actually told me, too. I think that one he told me is more, like, poppy. Um, Or maybe either he told me or he mentioned it at the show, one or the other. Um, But, it, yeah, it has some cool instrumentation to it. Um, It has that one part. It's like a bass breakdown part in it uh, where it has some, like, effects on it. Oh, I love that part of the song. I, like, I will, like, rewind this song for that little part. It's so cool. Is that like, that's like closer to the end, right? Where he starts yeah. kind of like spitting. Like at the very end of it. No anchor. The truth is that we could sink so easily. It's, and he yeah, starts spitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing he does that's so dang cool. 
he has these like I don't what's the it's a like a rap line or like a like he'll just like spit these words so like quickly and it just goes with his music. I've never like I don't think I've ever encountered that in like other music that I listen to. I mean, sure there's like other like rap songs out there, but I mean like as far as like an acoustic song like I think that is on another level of itself. Yeah, he'll just kind of like unexpectedly smuggle in a verse. Yeah, a couple right. bars <laughs> just to yeah. round it out <laughs> in it's case so you're getting cool. too comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's one thing I really like about his music for sure. All right, I am excited to talk about this song. This is probably my favorite off the album. Is the empty song, mm-hmm. song number four, um, and it's because I'm a big old slut for songs about science. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> he's talking about, he goes, the universe is mostly empty space. And he says, atoms are mostly empty space. And he's using that as a metaphor for how empty he's feeling. But have you guys ever read any of that science about how much of an atom is empty? Absolutely not. It's <laughs> science who? <laughs> science where? Don't know where. Max, are you familiar with any of the science from, from your what is extensive science? Columbia College science is. degree? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we didn't mention this. We're all three Columbia grads. <laughs> Unfortunately. So yeah. we can we can shit on it as much as we want. Um, so, yeah, like in, a, in an atom is, you know, the electro, or the neutrons and the protons and then the electrons around it. And most of that is empty space. So he's like, man, we are just out here being empty. Um, and I like the lyrics a lot in this one. And I've got a game prepared for it. This is a returning bit called Pop Science, more like Poop Science. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I got that name because I bookmarked the bits I need from this book with toilet paper because that's where I do the research Horrid. for this show. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, well. So this is a book written by James Ball. It's called Pop Science, Serious Answers to the Deep Questions Posed in Song. And so what he has done is he has found some of the greatest questions asked on all time posed in lyrics um, and answered them with science. Uh, so in this game, I'm going to pose you guys the questions uh, you'll answer, and then I'll tell you why you're wrong or if you got it right. What if Sounds we get them good. so right? If, <laughs> we went to Columbia. We're not going to. <laughs> yeah, we're supposed Ye to get little wrong. faith. <laughs> cool. Here is the first question I would like to pose to you guys. Are we human or are we dancer? Well, is there a third option? See all of the above? No, it's really it's really black and white the way he poses it in the song. Mm. Well, I suppose by default we're all human, right? And only a select few of us. Make... No, I'm not human. So are you dancer, or are you prancer uh, or vixen? <laughs> I'm. I don't know what I am. <laughs> you, you could potentially. Not identify as 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 human. I guess that's true. I mean, humans have a pretty bad rep. I would much rather be like a giraffe. What a giraffe ever do to anybody? But the giraffe isn't an option. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna lock in at my. I'm gonna lock in and say we're human. Okay. How about you? I'm gonna go with think? that too. Yeah, so here is what uh, James Ball has to say about it. He says, uh, in the UK, for examples, um, that 21,000 people are employed or self-employed as dancers or choreographers. Um, So he says that 99.97% of us should answer human, but 0.03% are the fortunate enough to be able to also answer dancer. (laughs) 
that's a really lame thing. I would think we should think about it more philosophy. What does it mean to be a dancer? Can things dance that aren't human? A, fl- a flower in the wind? Yeah. yeah. Uh, a birds in their, in their mating dance, right? Ripples right. making their way down the river. <laughs> that was beautiful, Sarah. You should be hilarious. <laughs> you should be in this book. Uh, yeah, there we go. Well, now we know 99% of us are, in fact, not dancer. You guys ready for another? Yes, please. Am I a creep? Yes. <laughs> Zach, I've known you for a long time. <laughs> that one hurt my feet. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought you were making a Radiohead reference. It is, yes. Uh, that is the question posed in the song by Radiohead is, am That's I a creep? That's the one thing I remember. <laughs> so are you are you a creep, Max? No. <laughs> that felt weird to ask. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you a creepy creep? Are you a creep? You know, before I continue this podcast, (laughs) hey, are you a creep? (laughs) Hey, we didn't conduct our background check earlier. Yeah. Um, Are you a creep? (laughs) Yeah, I actually had to get off of this episode if you are, so just let me know now. let us know. That should have been in the... uh... (laughs) We might be able to let it pass if you're a creep, but the second question is... Are you a weirdo? <laughs> what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> Wait, is that going to determine if I get to stay on or not? Yeah, I, I don't know yet. I'll never tell. Well, can I be a weirdo but not a creep? Or can I be a creep but not a weirdo? I don't know. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. It depends on what like the, the podcast rules are. Oh. This, we're just doing science out here. That's You know, you know what? I'm going to go on a hard no on both. Okay, I just, so Zach's sitting next to me. I, lo- I looked over at the book, and I'm seeing a Venn diagram. <laughs> this is a fantastic Not the book. Venn diagram. Uh, that's how you know we're really doing science here. Zach, will you tell us the answer to this question, please? Sure. So this is, I highlighted the answer in some of these, so I could do it quickly in the pod. I highlighted the most in this one. There's so much to say about whether you are a creep or not. Here it goes. Uh, He merely creates two false categories, creep and fucking special, in which one must fall. (laughs) There's evidence that someone's uh, skin making you cry could be constructed as creepy, but it's certainly not conclusive. I agree with that. Uh, Here is an empirical study done on creepiness, which involved 1,300 people. Here are some of the features. For uh, being creepy, unkept Wait, hair. Wait, is this like? <laughs> this is a Max, st- <laughs> Do you remember those TikTok like put a finger down? <laughs> oh, not the put a finger down. <laughs> not that. <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna put five fingers up okay. just not while Zach fingers. is reading this criteria. <laughs> oh no! Put a finger down. Uh, <laughs> Creepiness edition. Creepiness edition. Uh, Am I a creep by Radiohead? Men are more likely to be creepy. So put it down. Finger down if you're a man. Um, here are the creepiest professions. Put a finger down if you do any of these. Are you a clown, Sarah? No. No. Only on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Taxidermist, do any of us own a sex shop? Uh, Uh, Let me think about that for a second. (laughs) No. No. Okay, cool. (laughs) Uh, Or funeral director. Those were the creepiest professions. Okay, none of us are that. Uh, When it comes to appearance associated with creepiness, they are unkept hair. Uh, not today. Not today. Pale skin. Sorry. Oh. Uh, bags under their eyes. Oh. Yep. Shit. Otter dirty clothing. Uh, steering the conversation to one topic. Damn it, we do that all oh. the time. That's what the podcast is. Oh, I do that all the time. Okay, let me 
Uh, standing too close and licking lips are the other things they found creepy. Ugh, I did not like that. That was not good audio, Sarah. <laughs> Some ASMR right there. Yeah. Why did I yeah. hear that perfectly clear? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. So now we can scientifically discern if we're a creep or a weirdo or if skin makes us cry. Uh, let's get back into the album. That was a fun bit. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Yay. We learned about science. Can always use some science. I did have a note, a brief note for the song Reasons. Sure. Uh, oh, it's, yeah. It takes two seconds, but at the beginning, Zach sings, uh, there's a reason for your astrological sign. I just want to say, for the record, uh, I found his birthday. It's January 3rd. Zach is a Capricorn. Is that good mm-hmm. or bad? In my experience, uh, Capricorns are workhorses. They're pumping it out. Sure. So it depends on your perception of that. His moon sign? I don't know his whole chart. Max, do you know his whole chart? <laughs> yeah, I know everything about him. I'm the Zach expert. So. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you are a creep. No, <laughs> <laughs> I hope Zach does listen to this and be like, hey, I remember that Max guy who did awesome video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do like that song Reasons, nonetheless. It's a really good song. The things that I think I've said this over and over again, but his music makes you feel good. And when you listen to it, you have that same sort of feel good feeling throughout his music. At least I do. I don't know if anybody else gets that, but it's like it makes you just feel good. <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> The deeper you think about it, the more you can relate to his music. Reasons is just a culmination of that. A lot of his writing isn't too like abstract. You can really tell what he's talking about. Yeah. So it's, so it's easy to relate to in a lot of ways. You know what I wrote about a couple of these songs? And this is very niche, but I noted a couple of these as quote unquote Starbucks bangers. <laughs> Here's what I mean by that. <laughs> You're at Starbucks, you're there, posted up, getting some studying done, sipping your macchiato or whatever, and some of these are songs that come on on their sort of like good vibes playlist, but they stick out. You're like, why is this guy dropping a verse on this playlist? Like, oh shit, I'm paying attention. (laughs) And I think I noted reasons as that. It is. I love the guitar on reasons too. It's so interesting to me it's like that those chords i could just sit there and like replay that song 150 times those chords are crazy yeah i've been diddling that guitar for a little bit and i just wanted to learn so many of these guitar riffs because they 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 hit good watching him play is something else you should go to a go to one of his shows when he has one back here yeah and we'll first off you'll see me there (laughs) love (laughs) and we'll for sure share some of that video work you did for, for the listeners oh, at home so they can go check out his his little fingies at work you guys want to talk about hero yeah let's do it my favorite switch foot song you know everyone's <laughs> got to be their own hero yeah that's another good one that's just kind of feel goody he, he, his lyricism is all very optimistic and it's like i don't know maybe i've thought too deep on the song but it's like at the end of the day like i agree with him with that song it's like you do you gotta be your own hero you know it's like sit there and you can only wait for other people to like lift you up or for other people to like rely on for you to do something for so long and it just doesn't always work that way like sure there's your someone that can hype you up or whatever but like the end of the day like you're the captain of your own ship 
So it's like, why, why not be your own hero? And I know that's a very surface level meaning to what the whole song is, but that's at least where I started thinking about, or that's what I started thinking about when I thought about the song. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, that's an and yeah, it's just, and there's obviously a deeper meaning to it, but. Well, I was going to say, like, I think as far as like the themes we were kind of talking about with this album, about creative slumps and getting back into it, I feel like this is something that the three of us could totally relate to as creative professionals Mm -hmm. is at a certain point, like you have to just do the thing if you want to do the thing. We, uh, We did an interview with Oh, Max, you might know this. Um, do you remember on TikTok, there was a trend where everyone was finding songs that had their names in them and also had poop? No, I never saw that. I <laughs> okay. <that> on <laughs> it it was a trend, trend. that uh, came in a couple waves on TikTok. But we interviewed the guy who wrote those songs, right? His name is Matt Farley. He's incredible. Um, but that was kind of something he said that I think relates to this is... At a certain point, if you are feeling like you're in a creative slump or you're feeling like you're sitting on all these ideas, like at the end of the day, you are going to be the one to make it happen. Right. You are going to be the right. one to, quote unquote, be your own hero. Honestly, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think and just like knowing him, too, that's just like kind of how Zach is mm. um, as a person. And just like his drive with his music and just outside of like music, just who he is too. It just I feel like it describes him pretty well. So I feel like there's a certain uh, attitude or personality that you need to have to be a solo artist like this. Like you really oh, yeah. got to you really got to believe in yourself. And he's and, he, and it's playing out for him. But for a lot of folks, it doesn't, you know. Yeah, I think I think that's really cool. I feel like I kick that song on the most. So I'll on occasion like kick that song on just all by itself if i'm ever feeling like eh, or like i feel like i'm not motivated to do something i'll be like i, I need this song song is gonna little subtle reminder there <laughs> i need this song so i'll kick it on a little motivation a little kick in the pants yeah i'm like what am i doing like why am i being so hard on myself yeah put this on it's a good thing to have in your back pocket i am really excited to talk about Track number seven, the next song, uh, Briciola. You guys, you guys know, what, right? you guys know about that place, right? I googled it. What is it? I did not google <laughs> Would it. Would you give us the spiel? It's an Italian restaurant. I knew about it in Chicago, but apparently, it's in like Colorado, and it's like I think it's in like a couple other places. Huh. I love the like chorus, but that's the last time I'm bringing you to Briciola. It's so good. <laughs> it sounds better than that's the last time I'm bringing you to Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Red Robin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I Googled it. I saw there was a location in Chicago. I saw there was also a location in New York. And I know that Zach. Uh, oh, New York. At, that's what it was, not Colorado. It was New yeah, York. yeah, yeah. I know he studied at the Columbia that people probably wish we had gone to, <laughs> Columbia <laughs> University in New York. Wait, quick um, sidebar. Can I, can I get a quick sidebar? Yes. That? Yeah. <laughs> I, while I was going to Columbia, my aunt had purchased me a Columbia sweater because she didn't know there was another Columbia. So while I was at Columbia College, Chicago, 
I was walking around for like, I don't know, a handful of months wearing something that said Columbia, but it wasn't Columbia College Chicago. <laughs> and people were getting relatively mad at me, and I didn't know why up why until I realized why the sweater that? was the other school. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funny. <laughs> and Just I was like, like oh, this is what's upsetting people. <laughs> But yeah, just wanted to put that sidebar. That's very funny. But yeah, this song was fun. This one stood out to me. It was the first one that got kind of like, like riffy. Yeah. Like rock and roll. I like it. I've actually got a game to play with it once we're done talking about it. Oh, we have a game. Okay. Yes. Um, There's less science in it. Unfortunately, I I wanted more science. He actually told the story of Breachiola at space when he played, I think. But I honestly don't remember it off the top of my head right oh, now. No. I think he either he said this or maybe I'm thinking this in my own head. But I feel like that song was like the outlier of the album. Like that one's like a little bit different. Like you said, it's a little bit different than the rest. Has more of like the upbeat to it. A little bit different like meaning and stuff, um, which is cool. I think it, you need albums need those, right? Like you, you're not going to drive in the same lane from Illinois to Indiana. <laughs> like Totally. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Like. Yeah, be changing lanes. So that's a very good metaphor for the up and down of an album is changing lanes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you got to go a little faster, a little slower. Exactly. So I feel like that one's a little more upbeat. I feel yeah. like it also highlights, I guess, the talent of the producer on this album. Like you can tell he's worked with so many different people, just because even with this different style, like the production standard is there, even though it sounds. Not completely different, but so different vibe-wise from the rest right. of the album. It doesn't feel unwarranted or out of place. Like, it's still right. produced with that same polish, which is cool. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's John is seriously incredible. I can't wait to see what I'm sure. I'm not sure I pretty much know Like they're working on something right now. I'd be shocked if they weren't. And I just can't wait to hear what else they're working on because... I mean, hearing that and hearing who else he's made music for is just top notch. So hell yeah. Um, I'm gonna play a little bit of Brociola. Am I saying that right? Broccoli, Broccoli, Broccolini, Broccolini. Um, Broccoli. Because there's it's a actually li- called broccoli. There's a line in here. Yeah. <laughs> there's a line in here broccoli, I like a lot. The song. Yeah. Um, and uh, I created a game of it for us. So here it is. He he wrote this song while he was eating broccoli one night. <laughs> At a Briciola. <laughs> well, that's the last time I'm bringing you to Briciola. I'm never ever bringing you there again. You said it was the last time, the last time. The truth is that. So the line I want to talk about is I ain't ever going to drink coca-cola do you think he had a bad time with coca-cola at the briciola (laughs) or did he make that up because they only had pepsi (laughs) i don't know (laughs) maybe i'll have to ask him about that Uh, if if we yeah if you run into him or if we get him on the pod uh i want to know if it was really a a pretty relatable pretty relatable line for me i stopped drinking pop like five years ago oh really so (laughs) i'm like i can relate to this yeah That's your anthem. Is you're ever going to drink a Coca-Cola? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone I never even liked Coca-Cola to begin with. So I, I'm a I've already, I use this phrase already, but nothing else describes it. I'm a big slut for the McDonald's Coca-Cola. 
<laughs> the spicy, Cause, spicy. Because they have a, a little different hits. formula that hits way better. It hits different, bro. Yeah. <laughs> With a salty fry, yeah. Um, I <laughs> will have another Coca Cola. Sorry, Zach Heckendorf. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but this song got me thinking because there's a couple other like um, Bricciola is like a chain, Coca Cola is a name brand. So I did some research into uh, brands and songs, um, and it has been on the rise since 1930. Hmm. Yeah, really, I didn't yeah. know that. Or excuse me, 1960. Uh, I was gonna say 1930. <laughs> And this is a study uh, done in Denver, Colorado. Shout out Denver, where Zach is from. Serendipitous. Yeah. Uh, from 1960 to 2013, a total of uh, 1,583 songs in the top 30 billboards had uh, brand names in them. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. And so what I've done, right? And like, like, how many can you think of off the top of your head? Like, like car names, super popular. Uh, oh, yeah. Fancy clothing names. Totally. Yeah. So what I've done is I've found some real life lyrics with branding in them, and then I've made some up, and you guys have to guess which are real and which are made up. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And I'm going to pit you two against each other. How does that sound? We're mortal enemies. Let's do it. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Oh, I didn't think of a name for this song. Like for this game let me this bit brought to you by dot 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 <laughs> that's, that's fantastic there it is okay all right is this is this a real lyric or did zach make this up i'm at the goodwill you can find me in the uptons i'm at that i'm that sucker searching in that section i believe i recognize this one because i think i did a dance to it in high school <laughs> i was on a dance team um Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is Thrift Shop by Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Max? Yeah. Yeah, that's t- – <laughs> Yes. That's, that's what that is. Yes, it is. All this polo on, I got horsepower. Pound of this cost, 4000 That's really good. That's got to be real, right? What do you think, Max? I'm going to say that's real. That is Mercy by Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I sure do love this Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's Ooh. real. <laughs> Max, what do you think? It's fake. That's all. Yeah, it's, fa- that's, it's fake news. That's a fake one. <laughs> oh, okay, continue, please. <laughs> I still go to the Taco Bell drive through raw as hell. I think I know this one, but I'm gonna wait for Max. I think that's I think that's real. You think that's real, Sarah? I also think that's real. That's do I get a bonus point if I say what yeah. it is? Yeah, if you know who it is, go for it. I think I do because my mom had this CD and my sister and I listened to it a lot. I think it's Fergalicious <laughs> by Fergie. <laughs> it's Glamorous by oh, Fergie. Oh, Glamorous. Damn it. <laughs> you were close. No, no bonus point, though. Catch me on the Twitch later with all my haters hating on my new gaming PC. <laughs> oh, that's real. It's real? Isn't it, or is that fake? Does it finally? I, yeah, you tell me. I mean, I've heard some pretty bad lyrics these days, so I'm gonna <laughs> say true. it's that real. Could, that could be like a SoundCloud rapper. I don't think it's real, just because Twitch is. No, I don't know. I don't think it's real. Uh, it's real. It's on my well, mixtape. No, I'm just kidding. I made it. Up. <laughs> oh, damn oh. It. <laughs> I'm glad Max liked it though. <laughs> 
What, so you guys ever heard my new hit single? <laughs> so I can feel like you actually need to write a mixtape now. It's called my Twitch. New- it's called Twitch Haters. <laughs> Twitch Haters. By Will Max. In my new gaming PC. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I wouldn't be shocked if it was real. Like SoundCloud has some interesting content on it, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. That's true. Yeah, have we fact checked these? <laughs> You can pass me the Remy, but the pass the cores of war. Give me that ass. You could give me that dough. That sounds like a rap hit. I assume they're talking about real. like like Remy Martin. Yeah. Yeah, that's super real. And that song is Busta Rhymes. And let me pull up the statistic here. It like doubled Remy did Martin's. He, did he bust a rhyme in that lyric? Yeah, he did. Oh, I bet he busted <laughs> several. <laughs> <laughs> but it increased Remy Martin's sales like a stupid amount just because he had that one line for in real it. People, yeah in whatever <gasps> year this came rhymes. out yeah all right final one it might be the hardest one please purchase this product the record label paid me ten thousand dollars to put the lyrics Arby's they have the meats in this hip-hop song what the fuck <laughs> fake <laughs> I don't know man <laughs> They have the meats. <laughs> they have the meats. Um, I don't think that's real. That is totally fake, but, <laughs> but I wish it was real. This is what I'm saying. We have to make them real. We have to write these songs. We have to submit these to, to oh goodness. Yeah, you just submit them, and then when someone says they're fake, then you just play it, and you're like, nah. This is real, but it's like a recording of you. You just auto-tune it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, All right, thank you for playing uh, Brought to You by. Yeah, I almost had to phone a friend for that last part. <laughs> yeah, you could. It was a close you call. You could have called your dad. That was also an option, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. Is there any cash prizes for this game? Uh, bragging rights. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it. <laughs> I forgot to keep count. I think Sarah won. Well, because if there were, I would have lost because I didn't get any bonus points. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I didn't either. Points. I guessed it wrong. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Max. Right off the bat, he goes, uh, Max tells us before we hit record that he's not a, like a big, uh, how did you phrase it, Max? Movie person? Uh, you, or, or like reference lyric person? reference person. And then both the games I brought to the table were like big references. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the footage, my eyes are probably just like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when it gets to that point, whoever the editor is, just yeah. edit. Me just yeah, like two zoom in on that. Going, <laughs> 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 crickets. Are there any tunes in this last quarter of the album you guys want to hit on real hard? The one that I actually had notes for is the last song on the album. We were talking about weddings a little bit earlier. Um, oh yeah, that is a wedding song. Yeah, totally right. Take to the floor. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If there's nothing you guys want to talk about before that, I would love to take it to the floor. Take it to the floor for us, Sarah. Take it to the bridge. Do you want to say it's a little cheesy to have two strong songs in a row? I did. <laughs> that was that was a gripe. That's the only small criticism I have of this yeah. whole masterpiece. I did think that was a little silly. Um, <laughs> but then I felt like there was some like really nice lyricism at the end of this. Yeah. There was a... Uh, there was a lyric in the song Take to the Floor that was like, first you're young and then you're just young in the scheme of things. And I listened to that and I was like, oh, nice. shit. Yeah. Like, we're getting a, a little deeper here. We're getting kind of um, existential for a wedding song. Yeah. 
and people are playing it at their weddings. Like that's a great song to play. I haven't, I have yet to hear it at a wedding I've worked, but I know that people are because he told me or someone told me at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seems like a great first dance. I wonder if that's um, to get a little bit into the the music businessy brain I have. I wonder if that's a good move as a songwriter to be like, hey, I'm going to have this hit wedding song. Well, OK, here's a little sidebar I guess sure. I can bring up. He has that other song. Um, the I think it's I think it's Harvest. The Harvest is the other one. Is this his second wedding song? Yeah, that's the other one that like people know about. <laughs> okay. It's interesting because Take to the Floor is more of like a it feels more like direct to like a wedding song. Mm-hmm. Um Harvest is a wedding song, but it didn't intend on being a wedding song from what I at least remember was told. Um he wrote that song. I think it was all about finding himself mm-hmm. and like it was all about like him and self-discovery and all that, which is crazy because then it was like it just turned into this song that people are playing <laughs> at their weddings, which I think if you listen to Take to the Floor off the bat, like you guys were saying, it's like you're like, ooh, wedding song. Yeah. <laughs> is he married? Do we know if he's married? No, he's not. Mm, maybe he can sing it on his own wedding someday. <laughs> Dang, that would be <laughs> sick. That's a power move. Wow, that's that's my new goal in life. I have to write, write a wedding song now. <laughs> It'd be a power move. You're doing your first dance with a mic. One hand on my wife, the other on my mic. Everybody pay attention. This is my moment. I had one. I did one wedding where like the groom actually was like the guitarist of the band. And he played like a couple songs and then someone like filled in for him and then he got on the floor or something. It was something like that. I was like, oh, I've never seen this before. Like, that's interesting. That'd be pretty dope. That's fun. Yeah. It, uh, it was like his band or so. it was really weird, but it was cool. But yeah, I love I love Take to the Floor and that the video for that song. If you haven't seen the video, go on YouTube, search that song, watch the video. Yeah, we'll share it. I think it was filmed in the middle of like some church pews or something like that. Mm. Some very churchy vibes and very like, I don't know, very cool video. I highly recommend checking that out. Right on. He has some really cool music videos. I, I feel like I'm promoting on his behalf, but... <laughs> He has some like really cool music videos. I've like sent them to a few people more or less of like uh, some simplistic ideas that turn into really cool videos. Um, and he also has a bunch of like live videos and a whole bunch from Hawk Talk that came out during quarantine. I think a couple are on YouTube right now, but the rest are like, I don't know what they're uh, going towards. But it was a whole thing I bought during quarantine of like him playing through Hawk Talk. Um, but yeah, he's a lot of good stuff on his YouTube. Oh, he's oh, yeah. done an audio tree session. And audio tree, yeah. That was way back when. Yeah, six years ago. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so young in this. Yeah. <laughs> Baby. Baby. Sweet boy. The song that's popping right now for people that are listening, uh, the one that has 1,333,478 listens is The Garden. Oh. Just like it's a crazy amount of listens. And it keeps like changing. I know like Up was up there. On the popular ones, and now I think Cigarettes is next, followed by Lust and Wonder, The Harvest, and All the Right Places, which is, like, crazy. I feel like people just keep listening to his stuff. That list is always changing, I feel like. Just so cool. Might be about time to award this album or a brewski. Yes, I think it is that time. Have you, um, have you, Max, any ideas as we discussed it? Anything that might be worthy of the Rabruski Award? I'm, I've got one to help get our brains taken. I'm not sold on it, but it's a. I'm gonna throw it at the wall and see if it sticks. The most most likely to get me to stop drinking Coca Cola. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about the Rubruski for aviary linguistics? Because it's he's a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Can the Rubruski just be bird, all capitalized? No. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely to make me not go to Brichiola. <laughs> <laughs> what about like worst Brichiola Yelp review? <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. I think that's it. I think we sold it. <laughs> okay. On a on a more surface level note, I actually now that I said that, I, there's a part of me that uh, a deeper part of me that actually wants to try out Brichiola <laughs> because of that. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, I'm interested. Ooh, fettuccine <laughs> Alfredo. At this place. <laughs> and if I have a bad experience, then that's the last time I'm going to Brichiola. Yeah. We'll see about the Coca-Cola. You guys will, since I don't drink coffee. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. And I don't drink beer either, and I don't drink alcohol. Kind of, you know, that was the original intent of the podcast, and then... I had to break the news. I had to break it to them, and yeah, we were you know they were both in tears when I told them we were gonna we were gonna do a brew of other sorts uh, and do some coffee, um, but we didn't make that. Either. You were too busy wiping your tears. I know, right? yeah, <laughs> from the. <laughs> <laughs> so so I just too much had time to settle killed. for a Lacroix. Oh boy. Oh. Hey, Lacroix. Excuse me. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> of course, oh, Lacroix. Look, <laughs> that's how you pronounce it when you're at a Brichiola. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at the menu at, Le- <laughs> at Brichiola. Oh, excuse me. Could I get a liqueur? <laughs> they kick you out, and you're like, oh, that's the last time I'm going to Brichiola. <laughs> well, Zach, you've won the award, the Rabruski Award. The worst Brichiola review. Yeah. And you didn't hear that from me. That came from Sarah. I'm completely unoriginal. Congratulations. Congratulations. Zach, you did it. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to clap. Late clap. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll edit it in. <laughs> edit in a large crowd because there's a big crowd of people that are watching us oh, right now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Our live studio audience. Of, we had one of those live studio, last week. That are out yeah. of frame. Thank you so much, Max, for being here today. And thank, thank you. you to everyone watching and listening along at home. We are Album or Brews and will continue to be Album or Brews. If you want to find us on the internet, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Album or Brews. Or you can check out our website, www.albumorbrews.com. Big thanks to Cameron Bopp. Yeah, do it. Max told you to. Uh, for for editing our show and writing our theme song at Cameron Bopp on the internet places. Uh, Max, where can the folks go find you? Where can they go find all your, your plethora of content? Um, there's a lot of places. You can find me on Instagram at Max Williams Video, all one word. You can find me on TikTok uh, at WillMax95, which is an old username. Probably should have retired that, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, and then you can find me on YouTube at WillMax95. As well, so it's W I L M A X nine five culmination of my first and last name and birth year, um, and then you can also find me on YouTube at Saul Good Podcast. Um, there's two. There's an old one that no one that someone just dropped, but mine's the one with like the font inside the profile picture. Um, there's like fifteen or sixteen episodes. I don't know who knows, but I'm some listeners. There might be thirty on there, mm-hmm. um, maybe a hundred and thirty. Hundred and thirty. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll be at 
130,000, but we'll see. Um, anyway, I think that's everywhere. And then my website, maxwilliams1.com, where I shoot videos. stuff. Was Mac Williams taken? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had to take the number one seat yeah, and the number go. one. Because you're the number rest one. Of them, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, the rest of them can go kick rocks. Yeah. yeah. I'm the main one. Yeah. That's he me. was number one. Well, cool, folks. Thank you so much. Thank you, Max. Go follow him on all the internet places. His podcast is fantastic. He's got some awesome names on there, like Austin. And he will tell you why not to go to Columbia if we haven't already. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks for having me on your podcast. I appreciate it. It was really nice. Nice being a guest for the first time. It was pretty chill. Um, It was a good time. You guys have a fun episode, fun, you know, fun little shindig. I had a good time on (laughs) here. Yeah, glad to hear. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys, and you know, I'll say it again, but go listen to their stuff, go listen to their episodes, and maybe they'll do more video episodes. This is the first video episode, yeah. so there you go, more content for you. Maybe you'll see us on TikTok, you know, other places, but go follow them on socials. They're good people and wow. make Thanks. it a good time. So uh, we appreciate it. Go listen. Yeah. Well, with I'll have that, you guys on my pod at some point. Oh, perfect. Yeah, we'd love it. Yeah, we're down. Yes. This is where we get really close to the mic, and we say. A very tender goodbye to everyone. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, God, that was. Oh, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>